Hello, and welcome to the Learning to Slay the Beast podcast, a resilience podcast where we talk about all the challenging things that we're working to overcome, like anxiety, health, and relationship issues. My name is Sarah. One thing that I've been working on for quite a while in my adult life is my gut health. I started to have digestive issues many years ago. I began to see a naturopath and follow a gluten and dairy-free diet using a lot of different supplements, but I know that there's often more work to be done. Even things change in your life and all of a sudden you may notice your gut health is not what it once was, especially with aging. So there's a lot of information out there about gut health, and it can honestly be really overwhelming to try to decide on which advice to follow, what things make sense for you, and what doesn't. So this week, I'm thrilled to welcome registered dietitian nutritionist Projecta Apte, um, who is the owner of Right Nutrition Works. Right Nutrition Works offers a number of nutritional programs, including those focused on gut health, detox, and autoimmune programs, as well as more. So I hope you're going to enjoy this conversation. We get into a lot of the nitty gritty around gut health. I learned a lot myself, things that contribute to gut health that really I had no idea did. Like I thought it was just straight up, you know, it's what you're eating um, and maybe stress. But beyond that, there are, are a lot more things that can contribute to gut health. And it also links to so many issues that go on in our bodies. So I hope that you enjoy this episode and that you learn as much as I did. So enjoy this conversation with Prajakta Apte. Are you interested in having a published author speak in your classroom or at your community event? I'd be interested in speaking about my new novel, Pendulum by S.E. German, the writing process, mental health, Pandas Pans, podcasting, and more. Contact me at reallifeprojectco at gmail.com for both in-person and online bookings. So welcome to the podcast. It's nice to connect with you today. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me here. Wonderful. So why don't we just start with you giving a little bit of a background on how you got interested in gut health? Okay. So um, I, I started my career as a registered dietitian um, about 20 years back. I started in a local hospital working as a dietitian, and then I slowly moved into private practice. A um, few years, I was helping people with uh, different medical conditions from uh, obesity, overweight to uh, cholesterol management and kidney disease. And a few years back, my husband uh, started to struggle with gut issues and, um, you know, being a dietitian, of course, I tried to change his diet and, you know, kind of tried to uh, make things straighten out for him. And uh, it was not helping him what uh, we were uh, trying to change his diet with. And uh, that actually made me uh, look more deep into the gut health overall. And I did a lot of research. I uh, took some specialized certifications to kind of, uh, you know, be more knowledgeable um, 
about it. Um, I tried my best to kind of help him put his gut health back on track. And uh, more I was digging into this area, I realized that uh, it is very, very important for all of us to keep our gut health very strong. And there are so many people out there who are struggling every day with gut problems and uh, they are not feeling good they're tired and they are exhausted they don't know where to help themselves where to start what to do and i decided okay this is what i am going to do i'm going to help people who are struggling with digestive issues i'm going to help them resolve their problems and um, help them reconnect with their guts. So this is where I am right now. And I'm really enjoying what I do. And when I see my um, clients are being successful and they are symptom free, uh, it just feels better. It, I'm, I'm really happy about that. Yeah, absolutely. I can totally imagine that that is super rewarding work. And so you touched on your focus on gut health and some of your motivation for getting more involved with that. But, you know, from your perspective, why is gut health so important for us to be looking at and addressing? Okay, so um, good question. And um, certainly gut health is the seat for many, many different medical conditions. Uh, more and more research is being done in this area and studies after studies are proving that how gut health is very, very important and how our gut health is connected with different medical conditions from diabetes to heart problems to metabolic syndrome, even different neurological conditions, autoimmune disorders um, are uh, kind of associated with the gut health. The root cause of all of these problems is poor gut imbalance in your gut. And um, I strongly feel that if you, if you want to be a healthy individual, you need to work on your gut. You need to make sure that your gut is balanced so that you will have a healthy life. Okay, that that's definitely important to so many people. And, and yeah, you mentioned such a range of diseases, disorders that can be associated um, with gut health. And so it, it definitely seems important. I guess I'm kind of wondering... Where does it start then um, in terms of struggling and having problems with our gut health? What are some of those maybe precursor reasons um, and, and things that have happened and that we need to really dive into once we recognize we do have an issue? Perfect. And um, as uh, probably uh, most of us know that uh, gut problems, they do not start overnight. This is a process. It's a slow process. And by the time person realized that he or she is dealing with different symptoms, uh, the damage is happened, unfortunately. And uh, it could have been that there is something simmering underneath the surface for uh, many months prior to that, many years sometimes prior to that. So um, that this is a process, it doesn't happen overnight. And there are a lot of um, reasons that are uh, associated with the gut problems or your symptoms that you're struggling with. Uh, we talk about 
poor diet, which is a major thing. And poor diet is uh, the food choices that you are making. Processed food, the food that is low in fiber, high in bad quality fat and uh, processed carbohydrates loaded with sugar, that's a bad recipe for your gut health. Excessive use of antibiotics. And again, I'm, I'm not against antibiotics, but um, in our in our country, a lot of times antibiotics are used in excessive amounts and antibiotics play a role, a huge role in uh, getting rid of the infection. But at the same time, it takes out, it sweep away all the good friendly bacteria from your gut. So excessive use of antibiotic definitely is a major, one of the major reasons for you to have a poor gut health. Lack of physical activity, so sedentary lifestyle, ongoing stress. These days, everyone is under stress. And if you are not able to manage your stress correctly, if you're not practicing some stress management practices daily on a daily basis, that stress can also negatively impact your gut health. Severe toxin exposure is another major contributing factor and that source of toxins can be from everywhere. Environmental toxins, uh, toxins from your food, toxins from the poor quality air that we inhale, poor quality water, um, even cleaning products, personal care products. Everything can possibly increase the toxicity in our body. And when your toxic load continues to be high, it is going to affect your gut health. So that is definitely a major reason for a lot of people to have a imbalanced gut. The other um, one of the major cause for poor gut health is poor sleep whether it's a quality of sleep or the uh, quantity of sleep. And when people are not getting enough sleep, um, less than seven hours, pretty much every night, that is going to impact their gut health. Now, these are definitely some of the reasons. But as I uh, dig deep into my client's history, um, even factors like um, if if the person or the baby, I should say, the baby, um, how the baby is born, whether vaginally or via C-section, that has an impact on your gut health. If the baby is breastfed versus bottle fed, even that has an impact on your gut health. So your gut health today is really dependent on many, many factors. And um, some of those factors are beyond your control and some are under your control. So I definitely feel that um, the factors that are not under your control, it's okay. You can do much about it, but at least some of the factors that you can completely control, such as changing your diet, uh, being physically active, getting enough sleep at night. Those are the fa factors you should try to work on in order to have a balanced gut. That's great. And I've definitely heard the focus on diet and then also antibiotics and mm -hmm. even stress. I know that was one thing that caused me a lot of issues earlier, but I've never really heard the link between the sedentary lifestyle, like the exercise side of things and sleep. So that's, that's really interesting. Mm -hmm. 
Absolutely. Hmm. Okay, great. Um, and so I'm sure working as a registered dietitian nutritionist, you are, you know, assisting clients and putting together um, the best information to help them. Do you want to dive into some of the programs that you're offering and some of the ways that you're approaching in terms of helping clients with their gut? Yeah, sure. I would love to. So um, I do offer a gut healing program it's called nurture your gut and it's a 10-week comprehensive program where um, program will guide you with basic learning through different modules um, because i feel that if you are the one who's going to make changes uh, who you are the one who wants to feel better you need to understand uh, how your gut health or how your gut works. What are the basic information that you need to know is very important. And without that information, it's sometimes difficult for an individual to make a change. So um, with my gut healing program, Nurture Your Gut, you will get to learn about the uh, basic learning about how your gut functions, uh, what needs to be done when something goes wrong. And then I have a foundation test that I uh, I actually order with my clients. And it's a food sensitivity test because 90% of people who are struggling with gut issues, they have developed a food sensitivity to some foods that they are eating in their diet. And sometimes those foods are extremely healthy foods, but your body has started to react to that food considering it is an enemy. And if you continue to eat those foods, those foods are not helping you, uh, not giving you the nutrients that you're supposed to be getting from that food, but rather it is causing more toxicity and it is affecting your gut health severely. And that is the reason these foods need to be eliminated from your diet. And this is a temporary elimination. But the reason I eliminate or I ask my clients to eliminate these foods to calm the immune system down and um, your body will start with the uh, healing process on its own. So that's the foundation. Uh, based on that test, it's helpful for me to make changes in my client's diet because I strongly feel that it is still a customized approach. If two people come to me with same symptoms, their treatment plan is completely different because I strongly believe in treating the root cause of the problem. And I try my best to get to the root cause, uh, identify the root cause, treat the root cause, and then decide the treatment plan for my clients. So this is definitely not a cookie cutter approach. If uh, something has worked for your colleague or your, for your friend in fixing their gut, that doesn't mean that it will, it will also help you. So it definitely needs to be very, very personalized. And um, my program um, is definitely that personalized approach, uh, making sure that I put your gut health back on track and you start to feel better and you start to enjoy your life again. Okay, that makes sense. And so 
I mean, you mentioned that it's got the modules and things like that, and then the food sensitivity testing. And then are you sort of doing like debriefs and and sort of like one-on-one as well along with that? That is correct. So yes, so uh, the uh, people who are in the part in the program, they get the basic learning through uh, videos, like the short videos um, about the basic learning about different, uh, you know, uh, different functions of the GI system and different basic things that they need to learn about gut health. And then there are still one on one uh, customized appointments that I do. Um, it, you know, like a video appointments or something uh, where I try to uh, make changes into their diet, changing some lifestyle, uh, you know, making some lifestyle modifications to get them that personalized approach to feel better. So, yes, this is this is a uh, individualized approach program. Okay, that's great. Um, And, you know, you mentioned food sensitivity testing, and that's something that I've definitely worked with. And -hmm. and even still, it took me a while really to heal my gut. Um, And, you know, for me, it was primarily gluten and dairy that were... um, and and still remain, you know, very in, inflammatory for me, but I know that it can be such a range of foods um, for different people. So you mentioned that, you know, you see it as temporarily removing mm-hmm. those items. Like, what does that look like for different people? Then do you start um, once, once they've kind of start to feel better, you start introducing them again, or it's just not something I've experienced for me. I think it's kind of like a, I can't really have those again. Right. And then what you said is completely right there. There might be some foods based on the test results that you may have to permanently eliminate it. And um, as you probably know, with your own experience, gluten and dairy is one of those very common allergens that for a lot of people, they will have to uh, completely remove from their from their diet for rest of their life. But some of the other foods, like if someone is having a sensitivity for some fruits and vegetables, um, mm. you will eliminate that for a short period of time. And that can range anywhere between, it's hard to say, but I'm just going to give a ballpark range that it can vary from anywhere between uh, four to 12 weeks. And then um, in that mean, in that period, basically I, help my clients put their gut health back on track with right supplements, uh, maybe some pro and prebiotics, um, you know, making some lifestyle modifications, keeping their toxic load down, reducing and eliminating their exposure to certain toxins. And uh, hopefully by that time, their gut health becomes strong to accept some of the foods back into diet. And then I follow a specific protocol of reintroduction of those foods. And basically to... uh, briefly tell you about it is it's one food at a time in small amounts and then you kind of build on it as your body uh, becomes more and more tolerant with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And and I think that does make sense because I know everybody comes with even different um, conditions, you know, like for myself, I have an autoimmune condition. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I find those foods, you know, the moment I have them again, it's, it's, yeah. it's an issue. But yeah, I'm sure I could totally imagine that with um, especially fruits and vegetables and, and different things like that, that, you know, maybe when your body was overloaded with so many things, they're a problem. But once it gets calmed down, then absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. 
And yep. so one of the other things you touched on it there, but that I did want to ask you about is where you see the role of supplements. Um, you know, you mentioned probiotics, prebiotics. Um, is this something you rely on heavily or it's kind of like a complementary piece with the diet? How do you fit those in? I, um, I do use probiotics, prebiotics, and even some supplements into uh, my treatment plans. However, that is not the only thing or that's not the only tool that I use. There is definitely more to it. And the first and the most important thing I strongly believe is um, basically treating the root cause. Without treating the root cause, it's not going to be helpful to start with probiotics or even if you start with the right kind of supplements, it's not going to help you unless and until you are fixing the root cause of the problem. Um, I mean, you have to uh, you have to consider your gut health and have the approach of fixing your gut from north to south because our gut really gut health really begins in our mouth and it ends in anus so this is like a 30 feet long tube we are talking about and each and every step in the digestion needs to happen correctly in order to put your gut health back on track so i always talk to my people and uh, kind of ask them to imagine your um, gut track is like a railway track and the food that you eat is a train. And this train makes different stops at different stations. And everywhere it makes a stop, the process of digestion need to happen correctly. If it doesn't happen correctly at one station, the next station your food train makes a stop, it's going to be difficult and more stressful for that part of your gut to process that food further down. So I start with my clients as simple as, how are you chewing your food? Are you taking enough time to chew your food? Are you watching TV or talking to your friend on the phone or are you in a meeting while you're eating? And if you are not mindful about these little things, your digestion is not going to happen correctly in your mouth. And if if it is not going to happen correctly in your mouth, which is like a first stop for your food train, the next stops, wherever your food is going to make a stop, it's not going to happen correctly. So this is really a north to south approach. And uh, this is not uh, spot fixing. Spot fixing is not going to help. So if I am just focusing on the gallbladder of my client um, and rest of the things I'm going to ignore about, I'm not helping my client 100%. And my client is not going to feel better 100%. I know that. So I start from north to south and that's what it is. So to answer your question, yes, probiotics are important. But if my client walks into my office and asks me for probiotics, at that time, probiotics are not going to be helpful. A lot of people have a misconception that popping a probiotic every day and taking probiotics every day will help improve their gut. But it's not 100% true. At the same time, um, person also needs to be taking prebiotics. And 
there are a lot of prebiotics food in our diet which is actually a food for the good microbes in our gut and if those uh, friendly microbes they do not get their food they are not going to be healthy inside you and they are not going to keep you healthy so while you are taking a probiotic which is usually in the form of a capsule sometimes it is available even in liquids too but capsule is the most common form you also want to focus on prebiotic foods in your diet such as onions or leek jerusalem artichoke is a good prebiotic garlic asparagus raw banana or raw banana flower that you get in the stores so these are the things um, these are some of the examples that you also need to be including in your diet oh i like those yeah that's what i've heard with prebiotics that it's more about the food it's not so simple mm -hmm. as you're just popping a pill it's really getting that good fiber in right. there mm -hmm. um co consistently i guess really yeah that's true because uh that's the food for the for the good microbes and they like to um they like to uh, you know chew on the fiber different types of fibers from our diet so if your diet is um not uh, high in fiber or it does not have enough fiber you're not helping those probiotics or helping the good microbes in your gut to be healthy so then those are kind of a waste of money if you're just Absolutely. you're not changing anything yeah and then no. you're just like i'm going to take this yeah yeah i mean i i have some people say that i take a best probiotic out there in the market and my probiotics cost almost 100 dollars and when i ask them about their diet i get shocked because what they eat is hamburger fries and soda all the time Right. So then that's, it doesn't have anything to work nope. on really then. Mm -mm. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Okay. That makes sense. And, and it definitely makes it more challenging. It's not a quick fix. It sounds like for sure. Yep. <laughs> um, one other thing that you mentioned was reducing toxic load and, and the importance <clears throat> of that. I wondered if you could dig into that a little bit more and maybe, you know, if you have any tips um, or places that people should specifically look in terms of reducing that toxic load? Sure. So uh, generally, when uh, people are struggling with gut health, usually their body has a lot of toxicity. There's a lot of toxic buildup. Um, poor gut health is also associated with weak immune system because 75% of the immune cells, they reside in the gut lining. And when your gut is not healthy, of course, it's going to impact your immune health overall. Um, so you will be catching infections pretty quickly. Now, in order to reduce the uh, toxicity, again, the first thing is we need to identify what is the source of toxic uh, load in your body? Where are you getting the toxic exposure? Is it the environmental toxins? Is it the food that you eat? Maybe you're having some infection in the body like um, 
candida yeast infection or maybe a parasite infection because um, that infection can release toxins into your body and can increase the toxicity. Uh, maybe you're not using the good quality personal care products and that is causing more toxicity. Some people have a tremendous amount of stress in their life or they have had experienced some um, traumatic events in their life and that can also add to their toxicity. So the first thing is to identify the source of toxic exposure and we need to make sure that you're not exposing yourself, you're reducing that toxic exposure in order to reduce the overall toxicity. Now diet also plays a role in that. So um, healthy eating, making uh, right food choices, eating your foods in its most natural form, staying away from processed foods, um, eating organic, and um, especially when it comes to fruits and vegetables, um, I would recommend that if you really can afford it, you should buy organic. If you can't, then um, there's a website, ewg.com, org environmental working group um, and they have a uh, list of fruits and vegetables that you should buy organic and they also have another list of fruits and vegetables that you don't necessarily need to buy organic and uh, if you go to their website and download that uh, handout it's a free download um, you will at least have the list of fruits and vegetables that you must buy organic so as much organic foods you eat or uh, the meat that you use in your diet uh, make sure that uh, they are grass-fed when it's beef or uh, the fish that you're eating is wild caught and not farm raised uh, the chickens uh, are free from hormone injections and antibiotics so try to uh, eat clean as much as possible um, so uh, that way you can reduce the toxicity you can reduce the overall toxic burden because more toxic more toxic burden you have ultimately it affects your liver because liver is the major detoxifying organ and uh, it puts a lot of pressure when you have a high toxic load now i do offer a detox program and the focus of my detox program is definitely not juicing or you know, cleansing that people do for five days, seven days. Uh, this is more of a detox program where uh, the program or the diet that you do, the nutrition that you include uh, while you are doing a detox program will actually stimulate your natural detoxification pathways that are built in our body. So it will help your liver um you know, do its job better for detoxification. The changes that you are making in your eating will help your kidneys do its job better in detoxification. So um, it is definitely based on a balanced diet. This is not juicing. This is not something, um, you know, do-it-yourself detox program type of thing. It's a, it's a dietitian-led detox program um, that will talk about, you know, your mental detox, your emotional detox, the physical detox. So it's, it's more like a complete detox. Do, do the detox in the right way. 
Okay. And that definitely sounds like your body is going to be supported then with, with healthy food as you're doing Mm -hmm. that instead of, I know I've heard some detoxes where it's like very harsh, you know, you're taking a tea or different things like that. And then it it almost seems like, well, how is this good for you? You're so run down and exactly. Mm -hmm. Okay. That makes sense. And so is that something the detox program that you would even maybe have go hand in hand with the gut health or before the gut health program? Correct. Yep, absolutely. These two things go hand in hand. And again, um, depending on um, what you're struggling with, how you are struggling with, what are your symptoms? How long are you struggling with? Are there any complications besides what you're struggling with? So if you have like a major diagnosis of any condition, uh, then it will all depend on what program will work best for you. Now, when you will be, or if you enroll in the, in the gut healing program that I offer, you will, of course, be given some instructions and some some information, some guidance about detoxing. We may not be able to get deep into the certain areas of detox program. Um, at the same time, when a, when a person is uh, is doing a detox program, um, they will also be given some information about the balanced, healthy gut and uh, what strategies to use in nurturing your gut health because they kind of both go hand in hand. When person has a poor gut health, normally they have a high toxic load and that needs to be under control Um, and vice versa when someone has a lot of toxicity they are feeling that inflammation all over the body majority of the times their gut health is not in correct uh, balance and that needs to be fixed okay yeah that makes sense it all kind of ends up going together in the end yeah um to, to and then on the reverse what you know once you do get things going well it, it can kind of lead to that great health all working together <laughs> right that yep. sounds good and um, <laughs> so yeah i mean i think you've given the listeners a lot to think about for sure are there any kind of you know tips or tools that you want to suggest before we wrap up or is there any kind of even first step that you would suggest to people when they're like, I know I need to do something here, or maybe they are struggling with a lot of gut issues and and they're just not even sure where to start. So um, I definitely will say that uh, do not ignore the symptoms. A lot of times when people are struggling with these symptoms, eventually these symptoms become a part of their life and they start to feel that this is normal. But you need to understand that this is not normal and definitely this can be fixed. And there are a few steps that you need to be uh, changing, you need to take in order to feel better. So I I strongly feel that you do not wait until the damage happens 100%. It's a good idea to be proactive. Uh, Start with your diet, start with, um, you know, cleaning your diet, take simple steps, maybe uh, minimize your processed foods, if you even if you cannot eliminate it 100%. Uh, Try to stay away from added sugar, foods with added sugar, um, not the fruits, but I'm talking about uh, all desserts and sodas and fruit juices. Uh, you know, clean up your diet, start with that, maybe uh, get some good exercise every day. Um, and um, some people don't like to use the word exercise. So I try to say, be physically active, at least 
20 minutes a day. If you can do 30, it's great. But if not, then any movement is, is you know, going to be helpful. Stress management is huge. Even if you feel that, oh, I don't have stress, I feel that it's a good idea for all of us to do some type of stress management, whether it is meditation or yoga or some deep breathing exercises, maybe, you know, going out in the nature for walks or listening to your music or journaling, whatever you feel um, you feel, you know, kind of calm and you feel comfortable with, but some type of stress management uh, practice needs to be followed every single day. I would also give one more suggestion of, uh, you know, check your sleep schedule. Do not, uh, you know, stay up late if there is really no need to do that. Follow like a set schedule for your uh time to go to bed and waking up in the morning because uh, there's a uh, there's a thing called circadian rhythm and it's a whole new topic of discussion but uh, the circadian rhythm plays a huge role in our health overall so uh, following a good sleep schedule uh, will be really helpful in keeping your gut health uh, on track so these are the little things i mean you can take steps with and just take baby steps one step at a time make a list of maybe one or two things that you want to achieve in next couple of weeks and work on those and once you achieve those and you feel comfortable with then take another step and you know make some other change in your eating or in your lifestyle and uh, i'm sure you will you will notice that um, you have started to feel better a little bit. Yeah, I think all of those make a ton of sense. And I really, you know, I appreciate this because I do find sometimes you feel like you're you're doing these kind of healthy habits and you're just not even sure why right. some days, you know what I mean? You have those bad days and, and right. it's like, ah, oh, but it's good to hear that it is things like your gut health that this is contributing to, or, um, you know, your ability to detox and, and all of those kinds of things as well. So that's great. So I'm sure listeners are going to want to find out more about you and your work. So where are the best places online that they can connect with you and learn a little bit more? Sure. So I do have my website. It's called rightnutritionworks.com. And uh, you are going to find all the information about um, how you can contact me to what different types of services I offer. I do have a um, page on Instagram. Uh, the Instagram handle for that is rightnutritionworks. And you will uh, find me there. You can, uh, you know, send me a DM there as well. Um, my email, if you want to directly get in touch with me, is info. It's I-N-F-O at rightnutritionworks.com. That sounds great. And I will link up to the website and the Instagram and stuff in the show notes so that people can just kind of click away if, if they're interested to find out more. Absolutely. 
Well, thank you so much for your time today. I think this was really helpful and definitely interesting. Like I said, I learned that a lot more things impact gut health than I even thought. Um, so I think it gives people a lot to think about if they know they've got a problem and maybe they've tried one thing um, <laughs> to know that, you know what, there's actually a lot more involved and, and then they can certainly follow up with your programs as well. Absolutely. So thank you for your time today. Yeah, you're very welcome. And it was a pleasure to be a to be a guest on your podcast. I really had a good time. Thank you so much. Have you read my novel Pendulum by S.E. German yet? If not, what are you waiting for? And if you have, I would love to hear from you. If you don't know about Pendulum, it's a heartwarming story about a young boy who starts to experience neuropsychiatric symptoms after an infection. We follow the boy as he goes through many regular, real middle grade issues like moving, having a crush, playing sports, also while experiencing neuropsychiatric symptoms like anxiety, OCD, tics, panic attacks, and more. If you're interested in checking out Pendulum by S.E. German, it is available through Amazon Worldwide, where you can even see a preview of the book, or you can listen to chapter one, which is on episode 64 of the Learning to Slay the Beast podcast. I hope you enjoy the novel, and thanks for your support. Thank you so much to Projecta for the conversation that we had today, focused on gut health, but also even on detox and a number of other things that go along with the whole process of getting ourselves to feel our best. I liked how she really uh, drilled down at the end to where we can even make small progress to kind of get started on this journey. I think that is so helpful. So if you do want to connect with her, you can certainly do that at rightnutritionworks.com. Also on her Instagram at rightnutritionworks. And then she did mention her email as well, which was info at rightnutritionworks.com. So please check out um, more information that she's got and maybe connect with her if you do have more questions and you'd like to get started with one of her programs. They sound um, really interesting and I love that they focus on that education piece. We can all get, you know, a list of things to do and try to do them. But then once something changes or we get out in the real world, all of a sudden we don't really know what we're doing. And so I like that she's really focused on the education piece. I hope that everyone is doing really well and having a great week getting through this winter. I know I'm seeing some people around different parts of the world are starting to post things about spring happening. And we're certainly not in spring yet here, but getting getting excited that uh, at least the days are getting longer. I'm starting to notice in Canada, we're, we're starting to see it bright past five o'clock, which is amazing because um, in December, it's so dark so early. So I hope everyone's doing well and that you enjoyed this episode and have a great week. Thank you for listening to the Learning to Slay the Beast podcast. Please keep in mind, this podcast is not intended to be medical or professional advice. If you'd like to hear more from me, you can follow me on social media, Instagram and TikTok at Sarah Lady Gluten or Facebook, Sarah underscore Gluten Free Lady. 
You can also visit my website, which includes author information, speaking information, and more info on the podcast at www.se-german.com. If you like the podcast, please feel free to review the podcast on your favorite platform and also subscribe because it means that it will show up for you every week on your favorite podcast platform. Also, we've just started to have the ability to support the podcast. You can find this link in my Instagram bio or visit Kofi, ko-fi.com slash learning to slay the beasts. Thanks again for listening and have a great week.